The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. Saturday, April 10, 2021, live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage with our mascot, Bruno Bell, and today, the next coin story is Understanding Cigars with Your Spare Change. And I actually got a third coin story to tell you. That, and we're going to look at artisan cigars and a lot more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. A third? Third. Coin story. Yes, which may go into the after show. That's how important this one is. Yeah, why should the after show be spared from a coin story? That's right. You're listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Here in my hand is the HAS Cigar Pro Gauge, 42 ring gauge to 61 ring gauge. This is the way to measure cigars. This is the way they do it in the factory, measuring the cigars. It comes from our friend Nick Cutro. He's the guy that did the Cigar Bliss book. Yep. Have you bought the Cigar I'm Bliss book I'm glad because I was a little nervous. I thought you were going to give out spankings. Yeah. Like now, nervous or turned so on? Dave, did you False. tell him don't bother with Lanceros? You don't need a 38? No, it doesn't go down there, so it's perfect. It's a, it starts at a 42, goes to a 61. Uh, he probably made these years ago, and now we have cigars into the 70s and 80 ring gauges, and um, they still make Lanceros. Nobody buys them, but they, they still make Lanceros. But this is it, and we'll be using this today. I, I do use this all the time, but we'll be using it today. We used it even before the show when there was a discussion about the ring gauge of the cigar we're going to be smoking. Um, so let's get to that. Let's get to the cigar we're going to smoke. Well, today's first cigar is the Sereno Artisan Cigar, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Sereno Cigars. The size is 6.5 by 60, and it has a tri-wrapper of Connecticut Shade, Habano, and Maduro. Binder and fillers are undisclosed, and it is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single will set you back $9.99, while a five-pack is $39.99, which comes out to just $7.99 per cigar. It's a savings of $10 or 20% off the single price at TwoGuysCigars.com. You can only find these right now at TwoGuysCigars.com. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com, and you can find them by searching Artisan Cigars. It looks like an anti-tank round. It is a yeah. fifty caliber bullet, right? I think it's bigger than that. It is. Yeah, this is like a thousand caliber or something. Yeah, but it's got that where it, where it starts off taper and then it then it lifts up and goes down to the next yes. uh, torpedo. Jonathan, why don't you? Uh, I'm really going to enjoy putting this one in my mouth because of the shape. 
Oh, nice. It definitely shows off the skill of a cigar roller when they create something like this. They are artists to pull this off that looks like this. And I've made cigars. You've made cigars before, right? I've rolled them. And, you know, I wonder if this is, you know, how, how did they make it? Did they... Do the tip in one mold and then put the fat end in another mold? Because I doubt they made a mold just for this cigar. Let, let me see yours. I just want to see how perfect they are to, to elect. They're not. So they did not. No. Each one is handmade separately from it's the other. artisan. Yeah. Very artisan. It's not Probably actually. if they used a mold, it's a wood mold and they chiseled it out. Yeah. Because right, it doesn't. It doesn't roll, and that's how what we learned from Nick. If you're using a plastic mold, it's a perfect circle. It's not perfect. Because 50 caliber would be half inch, which is what? Only 32 ring gauge. Ah, how does that work? Caliper equals what? I believe it's 0.50 of an inch. Okay. All right. Barry's looking, I think. No? No, answering somebody in the chat room. Then I'll look. You guys can talk. All right. Let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's it's almost too beautiful to light up, but it is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, and I'll explain to you why we put this in here in a little while. But uh, you got something pretty unique right now uh, that took somebody an awful long time to make the cigar. Let's see if it's any good. It's time to cut the cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Yeah, Dave, one caliber equals one inch. So a 22 is, you know, it's point twenty two. Yeah. 22 one-hundredths. Okay. So point five zero, half an inch. More than twice as big as the 22. Mm-hmm. So then this... Being a 60 ring gauge would be uh, over one caliber. Oh, no, not quite. 60, 60 fourths. So it would be a full. You can't do that math. No, I can't. (laughs) Nobody can. Nobody (laughs) Nobody. can. (laughs) So this comes from Sereno Cigars. And um, I called him up to ask him the information on it. He sent me some samples. My God, many months ago. And uh, everything was all these artisan-type cigars. And he said, I just want your opinion on it. He's not trying to sell me anything. Doesn't just wants my opinion. And I look at this particular one, and I said, wow, that's cool looking. It looks like a 50 caliber round, Mm -hmm. along with the artisan work that goes to it. And I called him up, and I said, how about a 1,000 of these? And he said, I just want to know how how you like the taste (laughs) of it. And I said... I want to put it on the Cigar Authority so everybody gets to see what they think of it, too, because he was thinking of making these cigars. So uh, since the COVID pandemic, we have had a shortage of cigars to keep up with the demand to our customers, says Tony Serino. Ozzy Hernandez has been in the cigar business for the past 25 years. Ozzy was born in Cuba and is tight with the Cubans in Miami who own small boutique cigar factories in several different countries. These factories sell cigars mainly to the stores in Florida, the little boutique right. cigar stores. Uh, Serino picked up four factories to make cigars for him. One of them is, the, is this one. Uh, you'll be seeing and tasting some new great cigars that we are adding to our current portfolio. There are 43 different variations to artistic cigars, and Serino came out with samples to his good customers for feedback. That's how it happened. Here's the feedback. The feedback was, yeah, can you sell me a 1,000 of these? Um, 
Serino narrowed it down to 19 SKUs uh, of sizes, shapes, and designs that will be in his portfolio coming soon. After seeing them and trying them, I asked him for a thousand cigars for the care package. So this sample here is not released yet, not quite, but this is one that's going to be, I would imagine, in his in the lineup of the 19. Not sure, but um, I liked it enough to say, okay, this is cool enough. We should uh, give this a try. The only negative feedback Serena received while, while was so far um, that the cigars were not cellophane. So he's going to make a change to that and put them in cellophane. The filler and binder vary from Jalapa and Esteli, and they are all medium body, so he says. Um, the changes in the taste of the wrapper from the individual design uses a combination of wrappers including Habano Claro, Habano Oscuro, Connecticut, Candela, and African Cameroon. So we have all those different things in these artisan cigars that are You know there. when you're planting- I saw the one with Candela, and it was very interesting looking. I saw a sample of the Candela. Mm. You know when you're planting grass, and you, you put the grass seed down, and then you cover it with straw? I've foreseen it. This is golden straw on the cold draw. But nothing to do with the grass seed. No, no. Have yeah. you been on the show before? I get a little, I get a little <laughs> bit of hay. There's some hay. Golden straw. Same thing. It's not the same thing. All right. So we got a 60 ring gauge down to a point. I like it. Which makes it a torpedo. Or a figurato, whichever. Yeah. We're going to let it. A pyramid. A pyramid would be straight. But this isn't quite straight. This is pyramid like. Pyramid like. It's adjacent to pyramid. Okay. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Drone. The Vertigo Drone features single action. Two jets. I'm going to turn mine back up. And a flip-out bullet punch at the bottom, all for the low price of $19.99. That is the drone by Vertigo. Because it's a drone, sometimes you can't find it. You, you don't see it laying around, <laughs> so you could lose it. Well, it could be flying around. could or be something. flying around. But what the drone idea was not to be seen, right? It was stealth. I think that's something different. Different? Okay. You can definitely see and hear drones. Okay. I'm lit. Um, Coy Daniel recommends that we master grammar before we take on math. Well, that ain't going to happen. So are we going <laughs> to, is this going to be a continuation? Is this just going to keep up? I just want to know now, is this the new thing or does this stick around for a little while and go away? You know, for, for almost 12 years, I was shit on mercilessly and you've had a couple of weeks of people just poking fun at something that you know is already a thing for you and you can't handle it. It's been longer than a couple of weeks. Doesn't feel Starts like it's out happy and then boom, they pull Maduro Dave right away. <laughs> just- that is the single best and worst thing that you've ever said on the show at the same time. Maduro Dave. I got a very easy draw. Very easy. Very easy. Too easy? Not too easy, but not what I expected. When something comes down to a funnel like that, I was expecting a tight draw, and it's just even looser than be, I would even imagine it could be. I'll be curious how it smokes as we get further down, because you're taking a, a 60 ring, and you're basically channeling it into a Lancera. Yeah. So, you know, will will it get soft? Will it burn too hot? A little bit of a spicy sourdough is what I'm getting. It's bread-like. There's a little bit of a... Uh, bitterness or sourness in there. It's very pleasant. 
So I don't know what it's going to be called, but I've called it the Sereno Artisan 50 Caliber Bullet Pyramid. You can have that. Rolls right off Sereno. the tongue. Rolls right off the tongue. It doesn't even fit in our system. It's too many characters. And it's a six and a half by 60 ring gauge. 60 at the foot tapers down to a 50 ring gauge before tapering down to the point. Um, using all the tobacco from, who grew the tobacco, Barry Stein? That I couldn't tell you. A.J. Fernandez out of Nicaragua. Oh, no kidding. In this particular cigar. This cigar is handmade in a small factory. Just eight artisan rollers who only create unique sizes and finish it off with their artwork. You must have kept them busy for a while, ordering right? 1,000. Absolutely, because a typical roller can make 30 Toros in an hour. This cigar takes 10 times longer. Wow. Usually less than three cigars per hour. That's crazy. So you got to imagine. So do the math on that one. Yeah. Uh, Time is money, and there is a cigar shortage, so I expect cigars like this to become very hard to get. But they only have that many rollers, and that's what they do, so that's what they do. But they could certainly make a Yeah, they could be making making cigars without orders at at the moment and getting ahead of it. Yeah. <laughs> you ever have a big dapple? Yes, I like that. Cinnamon on it? Yep. That's ex- 100% what I'm getting out of this cigar. That that smell of a, a baked apple on the aroma, the cinnamon finish, it just reminds me of my dad eating a baked apple. Did he bake them? Yes. You got it? I got to say, I got to hand it that to Jonathan him. Jonathan reaching over and touching my belt, don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's his maiden name. Get your own bell. <laughs> I got Bruno right there, Bell. Were... I got a be- I got regular belt. I don't have no name for this bell. Oh, well, let's not start that again. Well, all no you need, need is some Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Um, yeah, looking at the flavor wheel. I mean, both of you guys say in the sourdough early on on the draw, and then the baked apple thing. Uh, maybe a little Granny Smith apple type of. Well, that's what I imagined when yeah. you said baked apple. Baked that's, apple is not a Granny Smith. That's then a, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, my dad used to use Macintosh. Macintosh, that's yeah. the way to do it. That's a computer. With some cinnamon on it. <laughs> and all you got to do is cut the apple in half, put the cinnamon on, put it in a microwave, right? Did he? Or no, did he, he, used bake the, it? he used the toaster oven, the, oh, yeah? the oven part of the toaster oven. Yeah. He did it all the time? All the time, every night. Really? Every night. Well, it helps, hmm. helps move, uh, move yeah. things along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't wake up before him, you had to wait a while. Yeah, because it works. Because it works. Uh, so speaking of cigar rollers, rollers are hard to find right now. Uh, I talked to a few uh, different manufacturers. They're having a tough, tough time getting cigar rollers because after COVID-19 thing and they had to be shut down and then they could bring 50% of the people, now they can have 100% of the people back, but... They're not coming back. It seems cigar rollers seeked employment elsewhere, not as cigar rollers, as a different posi- different position, different... Like uh, Starbucks or something? Whatever. Yeah, a lot of Starbucks in Nicaragua. Yeah. And they're not returning to rolling cigars. The next generation that you would expect the next generation to come in, they don't want to be cigar rollers. And this happened over the years with even the people, the farmers themselves, mm-hmm. the people picking the tobacco and stuff. They didn't want to do it anymore. So this is a bad situation that's going to go on because, for once, there's plenty of tobacco. Right. 
The problem is there isn't people mm-hmm. to roll the cigars, and I'm hearing it across uh, Dominican. Every, everywhere is having this Which issue is, right now. Is going to be another price pressure over time. You've got to pay people more to do it. Right. How do you do it? I heard that in the Dominican Republic, there's a uh, truck going around with the big speaker on the top of it saying, we'll give you so much money as a uh, sign-in bonus, basically, mm. if you come in and go through the process of learning to be a cigar roller. Can you just go to a truck store and buy one of those trucks that has the horn on the top, or do you have to mount that I yourself? I want like the Blues Brothers one, the big giant. Oh, yeah. A megaphone. there. A mega megaphone. night tonight. <laughs> uh, maybe we should get one of those and just do the cigar authority while we drive around town. But you've seen that in the Dominican, right? I've when, seen that. And, yeah. You know, maybe they should use it at the southern border. Maybe there's some rolls over there. Maybe. Maybe we get it that way. Um, another option they're looking at is getting cigar rollers from other countries. So in the tobacco fields, the Dominicans didn't want to plant the tobacco and work the fields anymore. They got uppity and said, okay, I want to become a cigar roller. So they bring the Haitians in during the, 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 the crop. Here in Connecticut, they bring the Jamaicans in mm. to do it because the Americans don't want to do it. Is it possible that now Haiti, there it is attached to the Dominican Republic, they bring the Haitians in to be cigar rollers, but then they would have to, they couldn't go back every night. They would have to actually live there um, or is it possible that they start moving the factories into Haiti and just move the tobacco over there, and Haiti becomes the next place where cigar rolling happens? A little tough. I mean, every five years, the entire side of the island gets wiped out by a hurricane. <laughs> well, they won't grow the tobacco there. The hurricane's coming, and they say, okay, we're not going to roll today. The hurricane's coming. <laughs> Maybe if they made a rolling facility in the basement? Of a oh, building, yeah. go could, underground. Yeah, they could pull that off. You may see something like this. So I'm giving you a little heads up of uh, things. Things I'm hearing. I'm hearing things. Uh, it's not just a ringing in my ear that's going on. I'm hearing, hearing <laughs> this tinnitus say, is off the charts yeah, today. As for Nicaragua, um, could we see more in Honduras or El Salvador, El Salvador or Guatemala? Because maybe the same problem is happening in Nicaragua. Could be. And all these people are fleeing Honduras. Maybe you want to stay because the cigar rolling job's coming up. El Salvador, all these people, as they're walking through, you got an opportunity that's going on. So uh, something to look at. Things are going on. People are talking. I'm hearing these things. That's good. All right. So uh, early thoughts here now on um, the Sereno Artisan. What did I call this? Had a nice name know. to it. Had a ring to it. <laughs> looking for when you number, can't remember it, it's probably a sign that it's not a good name. Yeah. No, it was too long, right? The 50, 50 caliber. Sereno Artisan 50 caliber cigar, I think is what you called it. Pyramid. Was there was definitely the word pyramid in there. Uh, I got it. Sereno Artisan 50 caliber bullet huh. pyramid. Rolls there was off a, the tongue. There was a bullet. Do you remember the... The um, Cusano bullet? No. Yeah. Was it little? Yep. Is that the cigar that had the uh, the the fabric patch over it, Velcroed? No. No, it was early on. He made a little short short cigar. This is before the. Um, it, it's like the. It was kind of like the second cigar we're going to smoke today. Mm. Kind of like that. 
But he called it a bullet. Yeah. It was a Cusano bullet. Oh. I'm sure I have a picture of he it. He likes those little cigars. Mm. He's a fan. Like you. Yeah. That, that was his. He liked the smaller sizes and smoked lots of them, but the smaller sizes. I got to tell you, this is very well-aged wrapper. Look at the combustion line on it. Look at how true it's burning. And you would think with the three different types of tobacco, right. it would not burn evenly. I think that it, I think that the three different types of tobacco might be enhancing the burn. You got a lot of good combustion going on there. He's saying medium body. I'm. It's very light for me right now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say three. Yep. Yeah, and somebody made a comment in the chat room about the the dots on the cigar being glued on. They use pectin to secure the tobacco normally. Yeah, it's, it's the same not, thing. Nothing special is done to it. Yeah, it's not glue. Yeah. It's not super glue no, or something. It acts like a glue, but it, it's sticky. But mm-hmm. It's you, basically a vegetable paste. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. It's viscous. All natural. Yeah. It's not cool. suggesting that you drink it. You go, you go in the supermarket and buy it. Mm-hmm. Mikey rolled cigars and stuff, and he used to go buy a bottle of it, and then you mix a little water to it, and now you get this little sticky paste-like thing. Remember when I was a kid? You, yeah, you, pectin. You can make jelly, too. I used to eat paste. I knew that. <laughs> Everything makes sense now. It's very minty. Paste when as a kid when you had Oh, it. yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Do you ever get that on cigars or no? I don't think so. No. It's not on the flavor no, wheel, so tasteless. I can't. Even though it's a fruit-like product, mm-hmm. it's, it's t- no taste to it. But yeah, I'm watching it as it burns through the different tobaccos. Right. You would think when it hits the Connecticut shade, it, it would speed up and uh, yeah. be a little bit canoey. But Honestly, I think they use the right amount of Connecticut shade because you can't taste the bitterness that I normally would get out of a shade cigar. It's not bitter at all. Is anything happening that like, like when you do hit the circle... No, <laughs> anything. Nothing changes. Right? Every now and then, I, I, I'm getting a, a, a heavier burst of the cinnamon, and I don't know if it's because it's hitting a more of a certain tobacco. Hmm. But right now, the the habano is the dominant tobacco burning, and I don't have as much cinnamon. I think I have to have a baked apple tonight. <laughs> uh, Tom Criswell says he's not a fan of the dots. It's like his cigar is watching him while he's smoking yep. it. It's looking at you. See, I like that part. Yeah. It's yeah. Time to find a You're therapist. watching it. It's watching you back, right? Yeah. You look at your cigar and it looks at you back. <laughs> it's interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, I, when I saw the cigar go into the care package, I was like, all right, it's a gimmick cigar. It's not going to really have taste or anything. It's more about the appearance, but this is pretty damn tasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know where the tobacco is coming from anyway. And uh, to to know that these guys can do this, to appreciate a cigar roller, when you go down there and you, you see them banging the thing out, it's amazing how fast they can do it. Like, they could be the best gift wrappers in the world. Yeah. Then how fast <laughs> they roll cigars and everything. But And I've seen this at La Flor Dominicana when they're making ones with, you know, the work that goes into that. And the guy's on it for the longest time. I mean, it's, you know, a half hour of him messing with a And cigar. he's fast, but it's just yeah. it's just too much stuff going into it. I want to give a quick shout out to Jay Bushy, who paid us a visit in the store uh, this week. Uh, I didn't even tell him I was going to give him a shout out, but he came in, introduced himself, got a face with the name. He listens to the show. Listens to the show. He writes in every once in a while. Where's he yeah. from? Far away? I want to say Connecticut, yeah. but... Say Jay, it. I'm sorry. Go ahead, say it. I think it's Connecticut. Okay. <laughs> I would want to say- uh, Maybe Rhode Island. Glenn Bovin. Yes. Oh, yeah. He dropped off uh, a book that he wanted me to read. Uh, the interesting thing in the book is it's about, uh, it's called The Golden Leaf. So 
tobacco leaves, right? Was it in Braille? No, because he is he is blind, and he right. gives me a book. Maybe he listened to it on tape, tape. or whatever. Or maybe, yeah, he probably had no they, use they for don't the book. On tape, right? No, my grandfather was blind from '56 till he passed in his 90s. He used to get books on tape all the time. Yeah, but they don't have tape anymore. Right? No, no, it's probably on CD or something now. Yeah, I don't or, even think they have dig- CDs or, anymore. <laughs> excuse me, a digital file. <laughs> yeah. Audible. You could buy him used. But, but he had this think. oversized tape layer with the play to stop to rewind all in Braille, and he would listen to books on tape. Nice. Well, this one, the interesting thing is the tobacco was from Saugus, Massachusetts, which is where hmm. I lived for 10 years. And I said, wow, this is something. And uh, I took it home. I don't have time, didn't have time to read it this week yet, but I handed it to my mother, who reads a book every single day. And I said, hey, give this a look. And she said it was fantastic. Nice. She says, you're going to love it. So, uh, Glenn, thank you. And uh, He'll give you a full book report when he finishes reading it in one month. I had no idea. Maybe you could get her to just do, like, cliff notes for you while she's going through it. Angela's notes. Yeah. Yeah. She put little little folds and little things. (laughs) All right. Wait till you see this. Wait till you see that. Dave is definitely his mother's son. (laughs) Yeah. There's an intensity there. All right. So, so far, so good on the Sereno Artisan Cigar. So yeah, far, I'm so liking good. it. Well, Almost halfway, and the ash is still holding strong. Mm. All right. Let's see how it picks up and what it does. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's get to it. The new coin story. We'll stop talking about the old coin story. Forever? Not forever, but come for on. now. And we'll get to a new coin story. Um, you don't have a pro gauge like I do? Understanding cigars with your spare change. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper, fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. 
I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not quantity produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. Hi, this is Tony Serino. And this is Carson Serino. From Serino Cigars, you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back and we're smoking a Serino cigar. It isn't out yet, but it's going to be out soon. The Serino Artisan Cigar. Welcome back, everybody. What am I looking at? Oh, that's for the asylum later on. (laughs) Really? Are you scared? Why does it say Dennis? (laughs) (laughs) so uh, you're you are the cigar equivalent to emeril agassi have you ever watched him on his cooking show when he says another notch like right after the show right after this break another notch you you just go another coin story and i'm not happy about it we're going to stage an intervention and we're going to get you off the coins it will after today i think we can after wednesday because we're going to go a little into this into the um after show, this is the problem with you. I, have I so voice, much to talk a, I about. voice a concern about something where I, you know, I think no, you're- that's it. Take, want to pull off like a bad day today, mm. and it's behind us. Unless, of course, the audience wants more. They don't. And, yeah, they don't. What okay. do you do? You have unlimited coins. <laughs> I, have, I, have not, I don't have unlimited, <laughs> but I have more. I have more. We could flip a coin to see if you tell another one. There we go. <laughs> Let's flip a coin. <laughs> Against the coin. You're the DJ, you're an, you're the DJ coin guy. You're the DJ Khaled of the cigar industry. Another coin story. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't get it. Nothing. He would say another one. Sorry. Yeah. As you were. Okay. All right. Have you taken the cigar survey for 2021 yet? Have they been doing this? Oh, my God. They've been doing it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, complaints, it's, by the way. It's taken up uh, most of my day. Modern country really? should have been one of yeah, the Yeah, country was something we missed. 
Country music, yes. Yeah. I mean, we, we, I, did I? And you I should have. Country had, music is whining set to music, and modern country is basically pop. rock. No, you need to have two categories. You've got uh, country and Western. Well, where were it. you when this was being created? You sure I didn't have country in that list? When 100%. I sent it to you? Really? Mm. And you because, took the test after I finalized it. Yeah. And I had somebody double check the spelling, got through a few people. So that messes that up because country's big. Yeah. You might not like it, but it's no, huge. But huge. we'll assume the other is. Uh, so how do they do it? Somebody uh, who hasn't done it. You're going to go to the cigarauthority.com on the desktop version on the right hand side. You'll see TCA 2021 survey. Click it. It'll take you to the survey. If you're using your mobile browser, just scroll down about five or six scrolls and you'll see the graphic. Click it and it'll take you to the survey. Two minutes. Two minutes. Multiple choice. There's no hard ones. There's one question that's not a multiple choice. There's two that are multiple choice. One that was free form, and the rest is just basically yes or no questions. Yeah, yeah. So there's no grammar or math, right? No. Correct. There isn't. Right. I made sure of that. <laughs> Good. Spelling errors. I don't know if there are spelling uh, errors. Yeah, but. There, there were a few by people. I mean, you know, on guests, you know, somebody said that Steve Sacco should be a guest on the show. Sacco. Uh, and I'm pretty sure they meant Sacco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be Sacco and Vanzetti, right? Yeah, but they're dead. But okay. They're dead. A lot yeah. of people are. Yeah. Yeah, we, we'll get to that. Okay, so understanding cigars with your spare change. Uh, look at a cigar, and uh, you either see a 6x52, that's most newer companies, that's how they'll put it out, or you're going to see a 52x6. When you see that, you know that's Cuba, Honduras, or older companies. Because when I got into the business, it was that way. It was 52x6. And then the next thing you know, somebody put the smaller number. I don't know why they put the smaller number, and that's the way it sticks. Now, when I look at a something written as a fifty-two by six, first I know it's Aroa or it's Cuba. That mm-hmm. they'll do it that way. Well, I think that length is certainly more important than girth. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. The smaller number, Dennis. the six, would be six inches. Right. Um. If it's a uh, 6.25, that would be six and a quarter, 6.5, six and a half. That's how that number goes. It's also how math works. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Cubans are both in inches and millimeters. And you don't see that on non-Cuban cigars with the exception of selected tobacco that puts the millimeters on. Also, they use both. The diameter is a cord that runs through the center point of a circle. The center of the circle is the midpoint of the diameter. That is, it is divided by two equal parts, and each one becomes the radius of the cigar, and the radius is half the diameter. 64 ring gauge equals one inch. One sixty-fourth of an inch, or 25.4 millimeters. Let's just say 25 millimeters Okay. for one full inch. For easy math, for you to understand. So now, understanding cigars using your spare change, the first thing I'm going to look at is a dollar. So here's a dollar bill. It can be a $100 bill. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to put it on my gauge here, and it is exactly six inches long. So know that exactly six inches long is a dollar. If you're looking for a three-inch, you fold it in half. you got a three-inch, and you can look at a— Let me check that three inches. Perfect. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and it's even less than three inches, um, the, the width of it, um, a little less than three inches. So you want three inches, just fold it in half. 
So, so far, I use this often. He does use this often. And mm-hmm. so far, uh, no coins have been mentioned in this coin story. I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't work with a dollar coin. It only works <laughs> with a dollar bill in this case. But you see me all the time. He does it all the time. When we're um, looking at a certain cigar to test or whatever to try or something, I'll take a dollar bill out and say, okay, six, and you can see an inch more. Okay, this is seven inches or this is five inches. Good indicator to end up having. You have a dollar bill on you. You can use that as uh, you're going. Now let's go to the dime. A dime is 45 ring gauge. A dime piece is a pretty girl. Hmm. I don't know that. Dime piece? A dime piece. Really? What's a dime bag? That I think that's how uh, you spell that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, that's the weeds. Or great it? guitars for Pantera. Exactly. I mean, ba- back in the ancient days, you know, that'd be $10 bag. $10 for a quarter ounce. Ah. Yeah. Now, though, a dime bag, who knows how much that would Not cost? Much. 2.2 pounds and a key. <laughs> yeah, you knew in school when I was in math class and all the kids that would get all the, you know, because we end up, end up having to learn that crap. Well, the, the ones that did the best were the drug addicts. Exactly. <laughs> the only ones who ever adopted the metric system were the drug dealers. Yes. Yes. But we're, we're still buying, like, milk. We used to buy a half a gallon and a gallon, mm-hmm. and then it became. Yeah, I mean, I guess. soda went, went, went to the to leaders. leaders. Yeah. yeah. Went to leaders. So some of these things ended up having. But 45 ring gauge is a dime. I checked the next cigar we're going to smoke, and it's almost it's a little teeny bit more than a 45. It's probably a 46. Let's, let's, take, a uh, let's take a peek, and uh, you're spot on. Spot, spot on, and that was it not knowing. Just with the dime. Absolutely. And Jonathan sees it, that I have these things, and I end up doing I don't have to do it anymore because I have this. But if you don't have it, right. you can just look at a dime and say, okay, that's 45. It's a little bit more. Here's a 46 ring gauge. Huh? You got these things on mm. you. So now I'm going to take the penny out. Where a dime is a 45, what do you think a penny is? 48. 48. Exactly. Hey, don't touch, don't touch my bell. <laughs> yeah, it's my bell. <laughs> so again, it comes in handy with a 50 ring gauge cigar. I used to know a 50 ring gauge like unbelievable. You just look at the cigar and know it's a 50 ring gauge. Since the 60s, 70s, 80s have come out, I can't tell if 50 ring gauge looks very small to me now. So mm-hmm. having having a coin around or something, I have a cigar and I put it next to it and I go, it is a 50 ring gauge. Yeah. So I have these things with me. So I- far, I don't think that it matters because I don't think anyone cares if it's a 45 or a 48 ring gauge. It's close enough. There, they'd be okay to smoke it. My question is, who has changed these days? Though, you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you get coffee, you just tell them to throw the change in the cup. Yeah, is that what you do? Yeah, I never have coins on me. When you go to McDonald's, do you say keep the change? If I'm getting coffee in the morning, yeah, they so don't keep you, the change. They have a cup right inside the window. Really? Yep. Tell them put it in the cup. Really? What do you mean they don't keep the change? I don't. I didn't think there was that that happened. I I know what happens. It used to at Dunkin not Donuts. be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody likes. I'm not. Money. Th- I'm not that guy that goes to McDonald's. <laughs> no, but go to McDonald's and give the person the change that you handed me the thing. You know, it's not a waitress. I'm not being serviced. <laughs> how much? How many times do they let you keep the change? You're working at a cigar store. 
It you does, walk the it, guy around, you show him every single thing. The guy spent two hundred dollars worth. There's eight cents left. Do they say keep the eight cents? If you put Nothing. a cup, if you put a cup on the counter with a dollar bill sticking out, uh, I bet you would be full. Ugh. There's a there's a there's a change phobia happening right now. So I would say better than forty percent of the time, not half the time, but better than forty percent. It just says I don't want the change. Yeah, they, no, take the they take the bills. They take the bills, but they don't want the, the coins. I worked that floor for 25 years. They, Nobody ever gave me a nickel. We're in the pandemic. A guy tried to give us five dollars in change before. He's like, he was. He bought one cigar and was just so happy that we were friendly and showed him around. And he said, "Keep the change. That's for you. Five bucks." Hmm. Never happened. Maybe you weren't nice to. Or people. maybe I was the owner. You don't give the change to the owner. <laughs> you don't tip the owner. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I never really seen it. Yeah, but things have changed a lot. Yeah. Too. Moving right along uh, yeah, to moving, the next coin moving story. Moving right along, Jim Miller says that Mr. J keeps his change in his purse. Yes, he does. Remember, remember the little coin, See, I thought, little coin things? Oh, yeah. You, you have one? No. No? The squeezy one? Yeah. No, I didn't have little one. Thing. I need something in the car because you have a car like mine. Yeah. called the cup There's, holder. He puts cups in that. Mm. No, it's so too far down. Is yours way down too? It's not even uh, good. Maybe we'll have to do some research. There's some aftermarket ones where they put a shelf on top of that. Like I've got one that slides. Uh, you need that. We'll look into all it. Right, I'm not happy with it at all. I got no. four cup holders in that car. and it, You know what I'm like, not happy with? I'm not happy with how long this bit is taking. We what? got a two-hour show to do, so you want to stop interrupting? Yeah. We're talking about coins and Dave's car coin problem. Because you're not adding to the show at all. You're just, in, you're just interrupting and adding nothing to it. There's going to be a test at the end of this thing, so you better stop paying attention. All right. <laughs> Next, I have a, a nickel. Ring gauge on a nickel? 52. 50. 53. Mm-hmm. 52 is pretty close. 53. But good looking at a 52 and a 54. A little bit bigger, a little bit smaller. You're in the, in the ballpark of there. And now, the most important one of all, the quarter. 60. Exactly. Barry's got it going on. You have nothing. <laughs> I literally just got the nickel. The last coin. I nailed that. No, you said 52 and it's oh 53. Oh, my God. And is the half dollar. Uh, I'll wait till we get to the half dollar. I don't have a half dollar. No, I'm going to assume 70. Because the gauge only goes up to a 60, and it's exactly a 60. Huh? Exactly. So there's a 60 ring gauge. So this is good for you to know that somebody says, well, how big is a 60 ring gauge? You say it's the exact size as a quarter. Coy Daniel says somebody needs to change Dave's diaper. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Trivia question. How big is a dollar bill? Six inches. Barry's right again. Unless you fold it in half. Dime. Dime is uh, 43. No, because you were too busy talking Mm. and complaining. It's a 45. Penny? 48. Correct. Nickel? 53. 53 is right, and a quarter. 60. And you'll never forget that. Uh, you'll never forget it. Uh, How big's a dollar I'm, bill? I'm, I'm trying, Six inches I'm trying the hardest right now to forget it. <laughs> I'm okay with the dollar bill part. That's, that's a cool trick. I've used it. All right, so now I want to know from you guys, what is the size of the particular size of a cigar? What's the real size of a particular size of a cigar? A petite Corona. How big is that? That is uh, four and a half by 47. Ed? And the Corona should be 42. Yeah, 42. So four and a half by 42 is a petite Corona. I went Perdomo on you. Sorry. Don't. We're talking a real thing. <laughs> a Gordito. 
There's something you don't see around. Gordito. Three and a half by 56. No, no it's like four by 54. Four and a half by 60. Yeah. Gordito. So it was the it was the early nub, right? Yeah. Gordito was an early nub. Robusto. Five by 50. Correct. Rothschild. That is four and a half. Rothschild, different than a Yeah. Four and a half by 50 or 52. 52. Mm. That was one of the first larger engages was the Rothschild. Like a shorter Robusto is what you're saying. Yeah, but it was shorter, but it was a little bit thicker Mm. as a 52. A Corona? Six by 42. Five by 42. I'm going to say six by 42. It's the same length as a dollar bill. Five and a quarter by 44 is a real Corona. Now, here's an interesting one, because I remember when these came out. It's a Toro, the most popular size right now in cigars. Six by 52. Is a six by 50. Yeah. It became what was 52, the f- became, then became 54. It grew yeah, a little but it's bit. a six by 50. Yeah. Who came out with it? Perdomo. No, he's 54. He's 54. Six by 50 Toro at Sullivan. Tiamo. Tiamo was right. What? That's yeah. the first Toro. It's a bull. It's, it's a, a bull. bull. It had to do with their brand, hmm. and it had nothing to do with anything else. It was th- what they named the size, and then that caught on for the longest time. Um, Churchill? Seven uh, by 49. 47. Six and seven. 47. What's the length on a Churchill? Seven. seven. It's six and seven eighths, but I'll, I'll, let, I'll allow Gordo's that. Gordo's a six by 60. That's right. That's a new one since we've been in the cigar business, right? It didn't exist. And Gordo was what it's sticking to, apparently. A lot of people came out with different things. A Panatella? Five by 42. Six by 34. Damn it. I missed it by loser that Loser brand. Loser size. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it is. It's a loser you size. You don't have to get angry. It's, it's, not, it. gonna, it's not making a comeback. Uh, Lonsdale, which was big when I started in the business, it's dying. Six by 43. 44. Six and a half by 42. Oh. And a real Lancero. Seven by 38. Seven and a quarter by 38. Um, but lots of 40s. Mm-hmm. A lot of people put 40s out, but that's not the real deal. The real deal is a seven and a quarter by 38 is. Uh, but the real size. thing is, it doesn't matter because it's what the manufacturer decides to call their size. Yeah. Omo doesn't make a Toro, he makes an Epicure. But Tiamo made a Toro, and then they took the Toro and called their cigar a Toro. So I wonder if there's anything out there that has a cool name of a size which will ever be used. And copied. Even the the Davidoff Winston Churchill. Churchill well, no, because isn't you, a Churchill. You end up isn't with a real Churchill size. You end up with things like um, the chisel, and they patent it. You, someone comes out with something new. Well, they're the only ones that have a patent. And they they call a bellicoso a bellicoso, and it's not a bellicoso at all. It's, it's a, a toro. It's a toro. Yeah, and they call it bellicoso. It's weird. It's weird. What's weirder? It's time for the asylum because I'm looking at something here that's <laughs> bothering me. So let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. 
Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew Cuomo, New York's governor embroiled in scandal, is pushing to erect Pen 15 as part of a plan to redevelop Midtown Manhattan. Sounds innocent enough until you write out the name, as Ed Sullivan has just put up on the screen. According to the developer, Pen 15 will be a phallic skyscraper of rigid steel, 1,200 feet high, that will ejaculate light into the night sky. What and that's not only insane, with you? it's asylum. Pen 15. I didn't even see Pen 15. All I can see is... It, it looks says, like Dennis to me. <laughs> it's a huge uproar in the city because they're going to put this near Penn Station. And people are pissed off about the name. And they're calling for a boycott and a rejection of the plans of course, to build the building. They're calling for a boycott. That's the, that's the go-to play. Is he doing it on purpose? Uh, one has to wonder. Yeah. He, like, he's the only one that knows, but you look at that and you say, Pen 15, really? That's crazy. Yeah, it says penis. Penis, yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, upcoming shows next week, Cigarellos, are they premium cigars? No. We have Josh Hadbersky. He's the PCA Governor's Government Affairs for a Premium Cigar Association. He's going to come in and join us. And uh, we'll learn a little about what's happening in government right now against cigars, which is a lot. So we got guests coming, huh? Now it's time. Guests yeah, are coming. Nice. The following week, smoking a cigar in a car. We're going to teach you the right way to do that. You can be a big part of this. Oh, I love to smoke in the car. Right? What's the, there's a right way and a wrong way to do this. Absolutely. So we'll talk about that. And joining us, Terrence Riley from Agonosa Leaf. Oh, wow. Agonosa nice Leaf, huh? He's going to join us. Um, the following week, farming tobacco with Husto Aroa. Looking forward Join to that. us. Yep. He's alive in the studio. This is no, none of that Zoom shit wow. that's been going on for the past year. These people are coming in. Very exciting. And we got a very interesting show on May 8th, and we're going to just be quiet about that right now. Wow. And if, you're, if you're local to the two guys, there's going to be a, a paella event with Husto. Mm. We, there's a few handful of tickets left yeah. for that. About eight. Eight yeah. tickets. Yep. Eight tickets left. <clears throat> That's going to be on uh, the day before May 1st. The 29th. I think it's the 29th. 29th, I think I it is. I should have the... Uh, Thursday the 29th. Yes. We're getting yes. yeses out in the audience. Thursday the 29th. Uh, and he's cooking. He's doing the cooking right up here. Paella. Paella. You like a paella? Never had a paella. Yeah, I like it a little too much that I was going to come, and I said, you know what? I'm not going to do the temptation, so I'm going to... You eat the shrimp that. and the chicken and just don't eat the... Can't eat the no. whole thing. The pay is the rice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and uh, we're doing um, that drink with the wine, sangria, sangrias. <laughs> Tom Criswell, uh, Criswell would like to see uh, Julio on the show at some point. So would I. And yeah. we were trying to pull that off for the father and son dinner, but, and he yeah. wasn't prepared to travel. So it's not we'll going to happen. We'll have to try to renegotiate with who still. Yeah. Yeah. There's no negotiating with that guy. Really? He is he is the <laughs> absolute. absolute nicest man I've ever had a conversation but he with. Won't budge. But he and he just smiles at you and says, "No." Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't come back with a counter offer, nothing. Yeah, it's no. true. No. It's true that yeah. I've gone to that well. I like times. you. You're a nice guy. No. no. Let's figure another way to make you happy, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> this ain't going to happen. 
Uh, I'd, I'd say Padron is much the same, too. Yeah. That Those are the two that, man, they can't be broken. They oh, can't no. be broken. I consider myself pretty good at pa- that, too. Padron but. still wins on the hats, though. Mm. Okay, I'll send you some hats. Oh, by the way, you got to pay for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, um, what do you think on this uh, Odyssey? How far deep are you? I'm exactly halfway. I am just about to the point where I'm going to move past the bulbous part. Let me just fold this bill in half. I'm exactly three inches. There we go. Perfectly so using the halfway. Thing. That's what I like. And, and what's your ring gauge now? Maybe you're at a. You started off as a, as a. Uh, what do we start at? as a sixty? No, you can't use that. You got to use a spare change. I don't want to touch any coins. Don't touch them. Look at them. It's still sixty. No, it isn't. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It can't be. It, it doesn't a, start dropping down until no, here. Oh, it dropped immediately, right from the get-go. Well, it's somewhere between a quarter and a nickel then. Does that make you happy? It's between a quarter and a nickel. This so. is like the lost episode of The Odd Couple. Now don't you two see that you're in love with each other? <sighs> yeah, you fight me all the way through. You've I been, didn't fight you at all. have been doing this for 12 I just, years. I was, just trying to, <laughs> I was just trying to move things along a little bit so it doesn't become the, like the last corn right, story. So we'll go to break early. It's like the we'll War of the along Roses. Because I have a, a, a set schedule that I give you a week in advance, and we have it. So let's go to break. We'll make Mr. Jonathan happy. Uh, we talked about length and thickness. Now, how about weight? The weight of a cigar. What does that mean? What does a cigar weigh? How about Barry? What does Barry weigh? We'll get to that news and more when we return. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers.
You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast, or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Sono Michael Cappellini dal Toscano Cigars. Stai ascoltando al Cigar Authority sul United Podcast Network. Benvenuti a tutti voi. And we're back and beginning to understand the size of cigars using our spare change. But how about the weight of a cigar? Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Barry, before we light up the next cigar, before you tell us what it is, don't say the size of it. I want Jonathan to guess oh, what the size God. is. So here's your coins. <laughs> no looking at this. Tell me how big that cigar is. Let's see how good 
see how much you were paying attention. Because the answer is here. Not only that, I even told you. Hmm. It is three and a half inches long. And it is a 44 ring gauge. All right, Barry, what do we have? Just proves you weren't listening in the first hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he was complaining. Because today's second cigar is the Regia's Black, and it's manufactured in Nicaragua by Regia's Cigars. The size is a three and a half by 46 half Corona, and it is a Nicaraguan Puro. Single cigar will set you back four thirty nine, while a box of twenty five is ninety four ninety nine, which comes out to just three eighty per cigar, which is a savings of about fifteen dollars or thirteen percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a Mercamorta retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. And also, we're going to give a shout-out to John Sheeran, who owns Original Seed Cigar and Lounge in uh, Adams, Massachusetts. And he's watching the show in the lounge with his regulars. So, what's up, hey, hey, cigar hey, smokers? There we go. Original Seed. Original Seed. Hmm. We're going to actually smoke probably, if not one of the smallest cigars we've ever smoked. And yeah. we have more than an hour to smoke it because right. Jonathan rushed us along because hurry up, hurry up. And wait. What I can't if we believe, run out? I can't believe you went to break that quick and, and we have this small little thing we got to smoke. There we go. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. Some host. Got, got what you wished for. Well, <laughs> move along. Move Dave, along. If the cigar runs out, is the show done at that point? Show's done when it's done. Not a second earlier, right? But what Not if right. I have no cigar to smoke? That's Sullivan. You, 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 know, you know damn good and well. You have a lot of back there. You have backups to your backups. <laughs> I, I have a not lot. just on equipment, but on cigars. Yeah, you're I'll fine. I'll be fine. You're this fine. is this is a little cigar, man. Yeah. Uh, how much is this? Four thirty nine. Oh, all right. It's good for four thirty nine. Uh, this looks like an Ed Sullivan cigar. I keep I keep a box of these in my car. Yeah. This yeah. is a good. It's a good, good little stick. A good one. Yeah. Okay, let's give it a cut and light. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. I'm cutting way less off than I normally would because I want to leave as much length on this thing as possible. I, I got salt and vinegar chips right away. Really? I get the vinegar, but I also get a little bit of the uh, peanut shells. Mm. Nope. I think you mean <laughs> I think you mean pen 15. Pen 15 <laughs> shells. Do you ever have the Cape Cod salt and vinegar yeah, chips? Yeah, that's... The thicker ones. Yeah. Yeah, Very that's good. Oily because it tastes That's thick. this, yeah. Mm. I like them. We're going to light our cigar today with the Drone by Vertigo, featuring single action, two jets, and the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. At the bottom, you get a flip-out bullet punch. Uh, not an easy adjustment on this one. you got to use your fingernail. It gets in there, but uh, it does hold its setting quite well. That is the Drone by Vertigo for nineteen. 19- 99. So I had a feeling today was going to be a really, really special day for Barry Stein. Mm. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> very, very close. Barry, where are you on the weight lift losing? 99 and a half. Wow. Disappointing this morning. I, want, I just... wanted the 100. I could have rounded up. 
But you're being extremely generous with the 100-point mark, and I want it to be a true yeah, 100. Yeah, we're going off with, I think I got a feeling it's going to be during the week. I think we can hit it up. Yeah. You lose what a half a pound, take it a leak. I sat in the toilet for like 20 minutes trying to force <laughs> yeah. it dump out, and it just didn't happen. Did, did you go back for another round That's after the weigh-in? Too much information. After the shower and drying off, I got back on, and it was still the same. Yeah, the baked mm. apple will do it, but uh, <laughs> you can't have it. can't have it. And we're going to keep going, right? Yeah, it's going to be an easy week for me because the wife's going out of town. All right. So she gets a little bored with it, so she gets a little creative. But I'm going strict zero carbs for the entire week. Nice. Nice. Unbelievable. Big milestone. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Almost there, and you're going to keep going after that? Uh, Another 100 after that. Wow. That'd be unbelievable. That'd be unbelievable. All right, we're talking about weights right now. How much does a cigar weigh? Less than me. You're a lot less. <laughs> Premium cigars, we're talking about large cigars, and this is how they're categorized when they come into the United States. Large cigars typically contain 6 to 20-plus grams of tobacco. Again, the dime bag is how much? It's a quarter ounce. How many grams? Uh, seven and a tad. Okay, so it is a premium cigar. would be a dime bag or more. And at one time, small cigars, small cigars now are three grams of tobacco. It used to be now in order for it to be a premium cigar, it has to be six grams. It used to be three. And then they started taxing it differently, and they raised it to six. And some states do it too, like this state, that mm-hmm. is a non-premium cigar unless it's six grams of tobacco or more. This is plenty of it. 453 grams to a pound. And most states, as I say, premium cigars is six pounds per thousand to be categorized as a cigar or it's taxed differently. Um, It's usually taxed by six pounds per thousand. A thousand cigars at three grams of cigars is 3,000 grams divided by 453 is 6.6 pounds per thousand over three grams to be a premium cigar. Small cigars, three and a half by 28. So mm. this is a three and a half. Assume the ring gauge was 28. That would be less than three grams per thousand. This is uh, 46 ring gauge. So we have plenty of grams that are in the cigar. But if you take a cigarillo like a four and a half by 32, um, it's three grams. And it's um, the little ones in the cardboard boxes that are right. called cigarillos. Yeah. Those are under three pounds per thousand. But when you take a... a the most common would be a Macanudo Ascot. Everybody knows a tin of Macanudo yeah, Ascots, yeah. six pounds per thousand. It's a flat 10 cigars yeah. across. So that's six. the absolute smallest you could be. Correct. Uh, I heard uh, as this was going on, as these moves were being made, that the cigar got a little thicker, the started putting a little more tobacco in just to get over the threshold of it. Our Dos Ombre tin, for instance, we have a tin that's like a Macanudo Ascot with Dos Ombres in it, six pounds per thousand. We had to be sure of that, being in the state of New Hampshire where it wouldn't be a premium cigar at that point. A Corona, nine grams. So we went through what a Corona is, right? How many grams for a Lancero, more or less? Uh, Lancero, seven and a half by 38. I'm going to say it's the same. Yeah, it's going to be close. Pretty damn close. Ten. So 
The people that make Coronas, a Corona is usually the lowest price. You make a Lancero almost using the same amount of tobacco, much more money. Mm-hmm. But it's that amount of tobacco, just so you understand what it is. Um, I know Robusto. You know Robusto is what? 12. And for whatever reason, I have one. So I left the second number out. It's 12 because uh, when we did the article on uh, the tax proposal that they put out there. Okay. um, From, I think it was Dick Durbin. And... uh, Somebody goes, it would be helpful if you if we knew what that translated to. So I looked up the Robusto, and it was 12. Okay. Toro? Uh, 15. And 14. Okay. So um, today's Churchill is a 7 by 52 that you see most of the stuff that's out there. Um, that is at 18 grams. But if you take a real Churchill, a 7 by 47, it's about the same as a Toro as a 6 by 50. Same thing, 14 grams. And I checked on this. I called Nick Perdomo. You know he knows how much oh. these things weigh. Uh, how about a Gordo, a 6x60? Six he weighs them to make sure that yes. the gram weight is correct. Yes. In the wheels. How it much would, is a what? It would be 6x60, 24. It would be 20 or 21. 24. So Jonathan gets one answer right correct. All right. You got it. Like 10 deep on right answers today on today's show, but let's not keep count. It's okay. I don't think so, but uh, okay, we'll, we'll go with that for now. Um, yeah, and if Dick Durbin gets his way, that cigar will be taxed like a dollar eighty per cigar. Mm. It's coming, man. I mean, it's been defeated three years in a row. Hopefully, he gets defeated I again hope this so year. Too. But he attached it to a bill that's making that's it, the problem. It's a little dicey this year. That's the problem. They put, stick these things in other things that what you don't want to give money to the poor children or something like that. Well, you got tax a thousand percent tax on a cigar. Right, it's uh, criminal. All right, you got some emails to get to. Let's do it. All right, it is time for the H. Upman Best Email of the Week, brought to you by H. Upman Cigars. And this week's prize is a cooler bag, a cigar rest, and an ashtray. And Christine writes, through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. Now, I know, Dave, with all the emails that you've been getting about your reading and your punctuation and your spelling, you've got a fan. Christine is on your side. Okay. Hmm. She writes, with respect to the mild version of the firecracker. Hi, guys. A few weeks ago, you were discussing making a mild version of the firecracker and what you would call it. I've had this idea for a name and decided to finally send it in because poor Dave needs a break from the grammar police. Mm -hmm. My cigar smoking dad is from New York, and his unique take on pronunciation is one of the things we all love about him. Anyway, I think this mild smoke should be called the sparkler. All the best, Christine. Sparkler. Little feminines. Mm. Sparkle. Little feminine. Well, the email was written by a girl. Yeah. So. Not crazy about it. I don't think it's been used. But it's not a boom. It's a, but it's it's mild, right? Yeah. Right. And that, that's what you give the little kids when you'll they sell, get You'll sell 2,000 boxes of a blonde firecracker. Because <laughs> yeah. everybody smokes shade. All right. I want to get to another coin story here. Um, and I was on a, another podcast that asked me to be a guest on the podcast. It's Rob Jones. His podcast is called Cigar Talk Podcast. Do you know it? No, do not. Pretty good. Pretty good show. Pretty good. Um, during the show, he said, I want to um, tell you something after the show. This is while the show is going on. Ooh. And uh, 
when the show's over, don't go away because I want to talk to you about something, and this would be perfect well, for you. What about the listeners at that point? Right. It was driving crazy. And me, at that point, the rest of the interview You're was not going on, attention. and I said, I can't get past this thing. You've got to tell me. You're going to have to tell me. He goes, no, I've got to talk to you after the show is over. So uh, the show was over, and then he says, hey, do you understand cryptocurrency, like Bitcoin and stuff? And you you said, yeah, and explained it to him. I knew very, very little of it, but he says, I got a crazy idea, and if there's somebody crazy enough to do it, it's you. So uh, you guys were around at the, after that interview was over, and then I started talking to you guys about this crazy idea, and it becomes very confusion. I don't understand this. What's this all about? Jonathan has never got over it. He's Bad not shit crazy yeah. is what it is. I, I think he summed it up as... You use money that's not real to buy something that's not, not real. real. Right. And you but you have exactly. to put real money in first. That is a scam. You have to put real money in to buy fake money. And then use the and fake use, money. So like it, it, it It's is, exactly this monopoly. Is mo this is money. It's currency. So you put money. I pay you every week. Right. And it's automatic deposit. I put no money in. All of a sudden, your number on, on your account says it's more money. Where's the money? There's no money. I it's can go to the bank and I can get it. I can take it out if I want. I can move that mm -hmm. money to my credit card and pay a bill. Uh, you it's, can still do that with, what, with crypto. What mm -hmm. you're describing with crypto is monopoly. You spend money and you buy a monopoly game. And in you, that monopoly game, who says that you have fake money that you use to buy fake property. At who, the end of the game, when you win or lose, you don't actually own Boardwalk or Park Place. You got a piece of paper here that says George Washington on it. It says it's a dollar. Who says that? This government, you trust this government that this is good and it's going to stay that way and you don't think it hasn't happened in countries, all of a sudden this money is worthless? Of course it happens. Okay. Hmm. So this is... This, what you're describing is a guarantee that it's going to be worthless. It's a fad and people are going to get rich on it and then they're going to get out and then poor people are going to be on it and they're going to lose. That's what I think. Now, let's talk to somebody who's got real money, Ed Sullivan. Is crypto going to stick around? I think crypto will in some shape or form. It's still very volatile, though. I wouldn't go in big into crypto as an investment. Well, you know, the guy that made your car got big into it. What he put? One and a half billion? Something like that, yeah. One and a half billion. Yeah, Tesla yeah. Which is $20 to, to me or Jonathan. You know, th then there's the question of whether it's really viable as a currency. Or just as an investment. So as crazy as crypto is, and I think it does stick around at this point, that, that something to, that there's a lot of reasons why it sticks around. But his thing was, now at this point, he says, let me explain NFT, non-fungible tokens. And this is where it got crazy. <laughs> of, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And he says, yeah, it's just this thing digital image that's out there you create a digital image and then you sell the digital image i go so what's going to be he says i'm just going to leave it up to you at this point i want you to understand what this is he's into it and uh gave me not much more than that than saying look into this thing so i looked into it i bring it to you because you happen to be there you walk out of the room and you say this is ridiculous <laughs> i think i slammed the door yeah uh i bring it to ed sullivan and he it's a little intrigued by it. Right. And then Jonathan yelled at me for encouraging you. Yes. That, that also happened. <laughs> that happened. Because then you, and Rob, you said this to the wrong guy, 
because now I'm off and rolling into this rabbit hole of this NFT thing, of what it is. It's fascinating to me. It's fascinating. So Oliver comes in, of United Cigar, and I say, listen, I got this idea. Let me explain it to you. And he went completely in a different direction that I thought he was going to go in like you guys. There was major skepticism, but Ed's a little bit, there may be something here. You are completely off the reels. And Oliver says, I'll buy it. I'm fascinated. He wants it. He's in. He's I'm in. fascinated by it in a horrific way. You're fascinated by it in a positive way. And Ed Sullivan, like Ed Sullivan is, doesn't give a shit. That's his level of fascination. Yeah. So Oliver's in, and Oliver starts making phone calls, and he's going to actually do this thing, he says. So uh, a press release comes out, and in, in what we're talking about, four days from, from discussion to inception. Yeah, it was pretty quick. You want to make a cigar, it's going to take you four years. He makes a cigar in four days from hearing about it for the first time ever. So United Cigars Director of Operations, Oliver Nouveau, launches the first NFT non-fungible token cigar. He actually creates a cigar. NFT is a unit of data on a digital ledger called a blockchain. A blockchain is a way to follow this asset, right? Mm -hmm. Is that an easy way to explain? Yeah, to verify ownership of an asset. Yep. Where each NFT can represent a unique digital item, thus they are not interchangeable. There can only be one of this digital thing. So I'm a non-fungible token because I'm the only one. You are one of a kind. Somebody's willing to buy it if you were willing to sell it. Well, you're talking about some S&M shit right there. I'm I'm interested. NFTs represent digital files such as art and other forms of creative work. Naveau has spearheaded the formation of Concept Cigars, a new venture that will be used to create Concept Cigars. A concept car, um, like a concept car, a concept cigar is made to showcase new stylings. Concept cars are often shown at motor shows, gauging a customer's reaction to a new or radical design that may or may not ever be produced. Concept cigars are a similar premise. It may never go into production directly, but possibly could. In time, a concept cigar could undergo many changes before the design is finalized and produced. This is not necessarily a production intent prototype, just a concept of a cigar for now with the future projects possibly in the works. Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco also owns Golden Age Visual Developments. You can find him on um, GAVD.com and see the artwork that he has produced, lots of cigar stuff, like Bahike and all the different things that he put out. Um, Oliver asked him to create the first NFT for this unique product. The conversation led to the idea of Atabe Black. By the way, Nelson was totally against it too and said, this is the craziest thing. It doesn't make any sense that somebody would do this, blah, 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 blah. I, I thought it was, I sat there and listened to Dave try to explain this to Nelson. Most amusing couple of hours yeah. I spent. But, but Nelson said, yeah, my son was trying to tell me about this yesterday. He talked for a couple hours, but I stopped listening. <laughs> and Dave said, well, I need you to listen to what I have to say. But I don't think he quite got it, but. But his son is really into it also, and he 
you know, he's a Wall Street guy. I mean, he is a numbers guy and knows what's going on. Oliver says to him, I want you to create something that doesn't exist visually. And he does unbelievable stuff when he, he certainly made, does. He, when he draws a picture of a cigar, you could, it looks like you could actually take the cigar, like it really exists, yeah, but it right. doesn't. You know what he made that I loved was uh, your Atabay lounge that would have cost $50 billion right. to create in the real world. Yeah, and it, it really didn't exist. It was nice, though. So he went to the right person, but he said, I want you to make this Ecuadorian Maduro wrapped Atabay Ritos. Atabee blend with this Ecuadorian. He's never done it where he tasted the cigar or put it together. No, doesn't know if, if it's even anything. And he says, okay, what do you want me to do? And he says, I want you to create 10 boxes of that cigar. And then the 11th box, open up and have 25 individual cigars to be sold off. And they're going to be all NFT. So it'll be a total of 35 NFTs that are out there. And he goes, and each one has to be separate, one of one. Right, one, you've got to watermark them in some way. Yeah. So uh, confused, yeah. Even there'd be one day that I'd go there, and I'm, I'm towards the end of the day, I'm understanding everything. And the next day I come in, and I'm like, we got to go Wait over this again because <laughs> I'm, I'm, again, I'm confused because no. it's a whole different world. There, there is confusion. How many phone calls did you get in the store to try to buy a box more, of them? More than more than you would realize. <laughs> yep. Same, same with mail and, order. And somebody, no kidding. Yes. They want to actually buy something that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Somebody, Do you give them the website where they can go buy it? I told them it's a digital currency. You can get it. It's through digital currency. You can go to OpenSea.io. And they're like, so this is another cigar I can't get, like the Irish car bomb. <laughs> and I was not, like, not at all. I'm like, no, they're different. And he goes, whatever. I'm so tired of you guys. And he hung up on me. <laughs> all right. So we're getting some bad backlash, yeah. along with social media that's beating it up anyway. But it's the first NFT cigar that, that's there. OpenSea.io is where you, you get it. OpenSea, OpenSea.io. Um, and. The cigar is so many cryptos, or so many, what's it called? Ethereum. Ethereum is the cryptocurrency, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the singles, well, I don't want to quote a price, but you can go there and yeah. take a look. Um, so it gets put up there. All the profits are going to go to cigarrightsoftheworld.com. So we're not. It's not a money grab. Well, and that's a thing. Some coward wrote in and saying this is a money grab for Dave, and uh, that he's disappointed in you and all that. And uh, I tried to respond and explain that it, the money is going to charity, and it was a fake email address. So whichever coward wrote it in, now you know it's not a. It's so not he, a money grab. So here, here's what I think of it, because I I got down to the to basic information of this. It's called a token. So if you're going to give to charity, here's a token of our gratitude, <laughs> this thing that's out there that has your name on it, that's in there forever and ever and ever, and it's someday you can actually sell it, and people buy these things and then sell them when they're all gone, sell them to somebody else that wants it for more money, and the money would continue to go on. So there's something to it. I think there's a big charitable type of thing that happens here. Also the possibilities of the future, which I want to save for the after show and get into what the future could hold for these things. The interesting thing is that charities, by and large, are starting to accept cryptocurrency. Absolutely. They can take it directly from them. And it's 
it, the tax ramifications of it is what I do find fascinating because you can buy something for say a hundred dollars in dollars. You get your cryptocurrency, so it costs you a hundred dollars. When it goes up to two thousand dollars, if you pull that money out, you have to pay capital gains. You, you're supposed to. You have Correct. to report it. So, but if you don't pull the money out, it's just like be sitting in your IRA. So you can gift now two thousand dollars to a charity and write the value of that off against your right. Yeah. Income. Same thing as stock would be essentially. Right, but but you're gifting it to a charity, so it you end up saving the money, the nineteen hundred dollars, because it only costs you a hundred dollars to be in. That part I find fascinating. Yep. So if you were considering donating to Cigar Rights of the World, which is a consumer driven, that's where they're going to get all their money from from consumers. That's the idea of this thing. As a token for your your generosity, you can go on to uh, Open Sea. Find Atabay Black, it's called, Atabay mm-hmm. Black. Yeah, I think it, as soon as you type Atabay, it'll pop up. All right. And in the after show, I want to explain to you how many was already sold. And uh, I found one of the per- persons that bought it, and we'll get into that in the after uh, show. Dave, the whiskey miser wants to know how many Chuck E. Cheese tokens for a cigar. <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So there's a token that lets you play a game. Right. It's not real money. A Chuck E. Cheese token is not real. You got to. Yes, uh, it but is. you get the satisfaction yes, of throwing the ski ball. A Chuck E. Cheese token is real. You have it in your hand, and you can spend it at Chuck E. Cheese and play a game. And you can, or- and you can spend that token within Open Sea and buy and sell and trade right there. It's, it's but you open- can't touch. Can't touch it. The thing that you bought. No, nope. can't touch this. Can't touch this. Somebody wrote a song about it. It goes something like this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Who was that? MC Hammer. It's the number one rap song of all time. Is it? Can't touch this. And he went broke on it. Went broke after it. Because he didn't buy the cryptocurrency. He probably invested too much in that sweet wardrobe he had. All right. He did have a sweet wardrobe. Uh, Let's get to the matchup of the week. And it's brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who wins this hypothetical battle? Uh, this will be interesting. This is a, a simple one versus the other. Alcohol versus coffee. One of them you can keep having. The other one you can never have again. Let's call it two years. Two years. No alcohol mm-hmm. or no coffee. Two years. I'll go to Barry Stein first <laughs> on this one. I'll give up alcohol because I need coffee every day. I mm-hmm. only drink. You'd uh, give up alcohol. I only drink I, right now one day a weekend. Oh. So two years, nothing. Yeah. It's only mm. 104 drinking days. Wow. <laughs> I, I would have lost a bet on that one. Uh, as would I. Yeah. As would I. The whiskey miser's given up coffee, but given the name, you would right, think. Right, right. Yeah, you're into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep the coffee. Yes. I'm not surprised at that. Mr. Jonathan, this will be interesting. You like both. I do like both. Uh, I think I would probably give up the coffee, and it's for the simple really? reason. Well, because I, I, I drink so much coffee. That, that, so, I don't know if you could. Can, can you drink coffee flavor, uh, coffee-infused liquor? like uh, Sure. Like the Patron yeah. coffee? No, I'm not. It's, I, don't, I don't need either one in my life, I don't think. But I think that I would give up the coffee... And then I would really enjoy my scotch from time to time. Can you, did you ever give up coffee? Yeah, I could stop drinking anytime I want. Really? No headache, no nothing. Really? I, I this would destroy addiction. my new venture that I just started. 
Yes. <laughs> you want to tell anybody? Are you all right with that? I'm okay. Uh, so with Dave's blessing, I uh, started a new website called The Liquor Authority. And, uh, right Very now, original, Barry. Right now it'll be a once-a-week review, and uh, hopefully in September we'll start up a podcast here at Studio 21. And podcast I won't be one. part of it because no. I don't know anything about it really. <laughs> Very little. I'm learning because I go once a month to the uh, Scotch. Yeah. To a scotch, scotch tasting. It? Yeah. <laughs> it's always scotch, right? It's always scotch. It's always scotch. And there's only one review up there now, but it's the liquorauthority.com. All right. So there we go. There we go. Early thoughts here on Regis Black Half Corona. It burns quite slowly. Yeah. Well, it might last for the hour. Well, we're milking it. I usually get 20 minutes out of it. It's a, it's, really? it's my 20 minute smoke in the car when I'm driving someplace quick. Uh, I, I usually take the band off because when I'm driving, you burn yourself. A ton of flavor. I think you get more than 20 out of it. But Now, as I understand it with this blend, because this is, and this is the black, because this was originally, originally released for London, people in England do not care for strong cigars. So they don't, he doesn't put Lajero in the blend. He shifts all the primings down a step. Amazing that because the thickest tobacco in there is middle priming, you get a lot more aroma, which does backdoor the flavor in. Mm. But it's not a strong cigar. Even on his big ones, you can, you can rip them back to back to back. I, I know you hate the retro hell. But you have to retrohale this because it's cream soda all day long. Oh. Nothing's coming out. <laughs> oh, he might burst. <laughs> Nothing came out. Zero. Zero uh. came out. <laughs> this could be it, ladies and gentlemen. This could be it. Wouldn't it be something if it was a cigar he just said is not strong at all? It's just low primings. Oh. See, Ugh. I get no pepper whatsoever it's not on the retro. I just can't. I'm going to throw up. You didn't get the retro here, though. You got nothing out of it because you put too much in your mouth. You hold so much I'm in your mouth. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> you know oh, that. that was horrible. Whew. Poor Jonathan. He can't do it. He's been smoking cigars oh. for 15 years. He grabbed the cup just in case. <laughs> coffee was going back in it. That was close. And then we were going to have another. Uh, you're going to do your uh, Don Raphael offer of the day and offer me to drink it again. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> 50 bucks if you drink your own vomit. It'd be chunky like you put spoiled milk in it. You've thrown up in your mouth, though, before. Yeah, but not once it leaves your mouth, you can't yeah. swallow no. it again. All right. Not even for money? A thousand bucks. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we have two more letters in the mailbag to get to. And uh, I'm going to tell you about a podcast I'm doing tonight. At 8 o'clock, uh, Marathon Podcast, and you can join in 8 o'clock tonight. We'll tell you about that and more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. My eyes are watering. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit Drew 
DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Haven't heard from him yet about uh, this craziness of the... Uh, he'll have something to say uh, of crazy this NFT cigar thing is going on. I have in my hand a Winston Churchill um, from 1965, a Winston Churchill dollar piece. Looking at the ring gauge on this thing. Um, Winston Churchill on the coin itself. Uh, celebrating his um, 
1874 to 1965. Whatever. You know what that coin doesn't have is a lot of patina. It what you not. should do is you put that in a, a potted plant in a, in for a little dirt, while, and it, it'll bring the patina to it. What have we learned, right? <laughs> what have we learned on the Cigar Authority? You're going to take that with you forever and ever. Uh, we're back. We're smoking the Regis Black Half Corona. Whose uh, idea was it to have a half Corona try to last an hour? Is this some sort of slow smoking competition? I think it's going to last to the end of the show. It's going to be close. My fingers are it's heating, heating up. up. It's heating up. Heating up. Uh, although the cigar is staying solid. Yep. It's not softening up. It was made really good. Uh, I like it. I, it's a it's a go to and for a four dollar cigar, four and change, right? Yeah, yeah. four thirty nine. Really good. Um, cigar rights of the world. I mentioned uh, that's the charity we, we're given to Jeremiah Mirafeld. He's the family uh, who grows the Cameroon wrapper. He announced the launch of Cigar Rights of the World, a global platform where they are, uh, you know, basically alerting everybody to what's going on uh, for uh, the culture and everything to do with cigars and keep the government off the backs of, of cigars. Uh, Saturday night, tonight, April 10th at 8 o'clock, um, they do a show called Meet the Professor. And I was on that show also. And uh, that's been going on for exactly one year. So today mm-hmm. is their one-year uh, anniversary of the show. Congratulations to them. And they decided for their one-year show that they would do a marathon show, not two hours, three hours, but 26 hours. Right. And the show starts precisely after we finish this show. The show will begin. Mm-hmm. So you can go on to... Um, I believe um, Facebook only is where that where that show is. So. And then after they put it on Post YouTube it later, yeah. yeah. Um, so it starts twenty six hours. Some people have a two hour block. Some people have one hour block. I have a one hour block at eight o'clock tonight, um, where they hand it over to me, including the mechanics of the show that I yeah, showed Ed. It's going to get derailed right about eight o'clock. It could get derailed. Yeah. I'm very nervous about the mechanics of it because I don't do the mechanics. Ed Sullivan does the mechanics I'm well, on my own. Now, Ed Sullivan, you've been in the room when Dave has said how easy that job is that you're right. doing over there and that he could learn it in, uh, was it six seconds? Yeah, and he could do the whole show by himself. He could do the whole show right. by himself. So I, I, th- I, have not conf- worried. I have confidence in him. All right. right. So we're going to see. Yeah. The answer is going to be there at 8 o'clock, and I'm, I'm doing a show. Because uh, that's the only thing you haven't done yet. You haven't done the entire show by yourself. You've been on the stage by yourself yes. many times, but never the entire show by it's yourself. It's going to be tonight, 8 o'clock. All right. The entire <laughs> show. It's only one hour, but it has all the mechanics of everything. I have to share screens. Yeah. I have to put intro, outro. Yeah, you got a lot. I got a lot of things. Why yeah. is there an intro and outro if the show is going on for every uh, Top of every hours? hour, they, they want to go with their little intro thing. Yeah. You're going to help them with this, Ed Sullivan, um, at all? Not real time. I'm going to train him. Oh, this is awesome. Good luck. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> this is awesome. I'm, I, and I'm genuinely hoping that you do well. Thank I you. will enjoy if you fail, but I am genuinely <laughs> in my heart of hearts. I hope that you pull this off. Well, I take over at 8 o'clock, and uh, they want to keep secret the people that will be interviewed throughout this 26-hour mm-hmm. thing. Uh, looking at the list, when I saw the list... I honestly didn't know one person that is being interviewed from anybody. And then they said who the person is I'm going to interview. And this was just a day ago. So I did a little research to see. 
um, having a conversation for an hour is going to be tough because I don't know what she exactly does. So we're going to learn about that. Huh. So that's the interesting thing of, you know, it's almost like they set me up for complete disaster all the way through. Dave, I'm being set up for disaster. Paul Kraft says a man with his bell is never alone. And so I th- you could bring the bell with you? I think I will. Do you bring this bell or the or uh, I think Bruno? you open it with Bruno. Bruno. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, 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 no. yeah. No. Yeah. No. That's a bad idea. Is it? Anyway, um, <laughs> is it? congratulations to them one year in. Great. This is Calio Fuente. Yeah. Um, Jose Blanco. Um, Jeremiah. Uh, and uh, Melanie, yep. Cisco, uh, that's them four, and they bring different people on every single week, and they've been doing it. Um, they started it during the pandemic, and here it is, uh, the tail end of it, mm. and they're going to have a one-year anniversary, which says to me they're going to keep going. Yeah. Which yeah. We know Ed Sullivan. We were just reading the other day of podcasts that don't uh, last. There's two million Most podcasts don't. out there. Most of them last one and done, right. and then the majority are gone within a year. So it's a big deal that they ended so up getting through a year. We never have to do a marathon of this show then, because they they're did, doing it for us. They did twenty six years, so yeah, we did twenty six hours, and we I'm know, not doing twenty seven. Yeah, so oh. I'm not even gonna. That's good news. Yeah, it's good news that that's off off the rails of it. Um, the after show today, we're gonna continue a little bit. On uh, and I know Barry was saying people are jumping off as we're talking about this crypto thing and the and the um, NFTs and all that, but it's very interesting of what is going on with this in respects that people are buying it. One of these people, I know who they are, and I'll tell you that. And also, is it over? No, it's just beginning. Because now it's going to go into a different direction, and that direction is collaborations. Imagine two companies collaborating together to make a cigar, and you've heard of this happen before, but a cigar that doesn't exist. (laughs) Or are they even involved with it? They don't even, because artistic preference holds over this. What does the mindset look like of somebody? I mean, we know the person that is the cigar collector. You find rare cigars and you hold on to boxes and you date them and sometimes you pull your whole collection out. I know I do. And you look at everything you have and you, you just now you wallow click a button in it. And you can see it all. It's your collection. But what is the mindset of the person? We're already one in a thousand people that use the product. It's just a token of gratitude. It's one in a thousand of those people anyway. that collects and, and, and has a humidor that's filled how many other pe- how many of those people are going to be into cigars enough to buy a, a baseball card version of a cigar? Well, that's a good point. If your humidor is full, this is another option. You're always thinking outside the box, oh, yeah. Sullivan. And how about do you ever collect a cigar and hang on to it with no intention to ever smoke it, but to give it to somebody someday? Yep. Okay. Now you have it. You don't have to worry about it getting damaged. But or I'm anything. giving it to them to I'm I'm saving two and I'm gonna smoke it with them. Oh, I've given them cigars and they're not just here, have this. Oh my god, this is unbelievable. I'm Barry, the day he started working for me, I pulled something out. He goes, Oh my god, you have one and I'm like, Oh, here you go. Because he was geeking out over it, and I'm like, That's perfect. I found somebody that really cares more about this than I did. So here you go. Mm. 
I, I cared enough to it to save it because I knew it was going to be a big deal to somebody that was inter- interested. The big in it. thing about that is you gave it to Barry and he smoked it. He yeah. got the enjoyment. Yes, that's the enjoyment. That's the the end game. We'll see. We'll see. Um, believe me, I'm not a hundred percent against. And I'm you not. On the, I'm not a hundred percent against you either. I, yeah. I'm curious about the mindset. And honestly, there's been about six times that I've almost pulled the trigger on it myself. Mm. I, ju- well, I don't. Let's do it. They're running out. <laughs> or are they? We'll find out in the after show. <laughs> but right now, it's time to take a look at the Don Raphael offer of the day. It's brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Would you work 100 hours a day for six months straight? 100 hours a week for six months straight. Your current job for $250,000 bonus. Yep. $250,000 bonus. Yeah. Yep. 100%. 100 hour a week. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hours, man. How many... What does that come out to? That's that's a free, more than it's more than sixteen hours a day. That's a free house. Be a little delirious, but that's a free house. I'd probably give sixty thousand of it back in cigar purchases, but taxes. I would do it. Ed Sullivan. No. No. Is this an official he offer? Works, and I don't not e- official. I don't offer. even do any. He works but. two hours a week, right? Because he wants to. Well, okay. two and a half. That's if the you offer. count the other show he's on. Following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. And David, I apologize, not you, this David. I apologize. You asked me not to, but I'm going to. Huh. You asked it's you not too, to read it. It's too rich. It's too rich. Don't send in emails if you don't want me to read them. <laughs> uh, so David writes with respect to ghost or not to ghost. Hey, Jonathan, I have a lighter question for you. I have a soft flame butane lighter that won't take fuel. I've had it for a while and use it often. It sparks, but it won't light. I turn it upside down, I fill it, and the fuel sprays out. I'm wondering if there is schmuckus. Ah. It doesn't have a punch. It does spark. It doesn't have a punch at the bottom, so I kind of doubt the schmuckus thing. Hmm. Any help would be greatly appreciated. I'm very fond of this lighter, as it has the two guys' logo on it. Don't say anything yet. On another uh, note, on another note, my grandparents spoke Yiddish, and I'm sure I heard Schmuckus when I was a child. I don't think you did because I think I made it up. No, you didn't. That's hey, don't go reading this on air saying how lame this email is. I'm not trying to win a soccer ball here. 1,100 plus hours and still going strong. Thanks a bunch. There's no soccer ball. No. So, uh, David, um, sending me other emails as I'm sending them other things to look at, and I find out that it is not a uh, piezo ignition. It is a flint ignition, and the flint ignition with a Two Guys logo is, in fact, not refillable. It's a Zippo. It's a Dijeep. Oh, uh, those are Dijeep lighters. It's a non-refillable. So it's, yeah, it's a $2.50 yeah, disposable. It's treasure. He likes it, though. Listen, it's a good lighter. It's a soft flame. He, he probably smokes indoors. It, it, it's a good lighter. It is unfortunately not refillable. And I've tried That's messing around. Yeah. yeah. I've tried messing around, drilling out the bottom to see if I can no. force it to take we fuel. We must was, have one for him, though. There's got to be some around. Well, if he wins, we'll have Barry send him one. Yeah. If there's any left. As a consolation prize. Or is he, if he's a care package guy, throw one in for him or something if he got it around. If there's any left. Yeah. I must have some. Yeah, there's a million of them. <laughs> I'll check. Oh, I probably have a thousand downstairs. You can we'll transfer some out to you. All right, that's ghost the lighter that's non refillable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Okay, you got a last and All third right. one. We have this a, is your favorite. This is another David okay. writing in uh, mm. through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com with respect to unsolicited thoughts on your survey. Hello, folks. I'm three months into cigar smoking and have been enjoying your show oh my. for its information, wit, and all-too-familiar, inappropriate joke-making Uncle Barry. I've watched the past episode on YouTube as well as listening while I'm at work. While listening to episode 337 with podcast coach Jim Collison, I couldn't help but feel the expert was rarely reflecting my personal experience with your show. Jim Collison lives on in infamy. Uh, Don't worry. I'm not going to blow any hot butter on a Pop-Tart flavored smoke up your asses. Rather, I'd like to offer you thoughts on your survey. Once a year isn't enough. Yes, it is. (laughs) <laughs> Jim talked about how you could or should sh- engage with your audience, and I think surveys are the perfect way to stick your finger on the pulse of John Q. Robusto. Uh, on the pulse. Yeah. Finger on the pulse. Up the pulse? And how he, she, they feel about everything cigars. The single option on the answers in the survey are quick and easy, but where's the depth in that? You're only letting me show you the head of my thoughts where there is so much more past the shaft down by the meaty clackers. I want rankings. I want please explain after the other option. And I want them at least quarterly. I have no doubt that you could also come up with some weird questions about your listenership that would be entertaining and educational for us all to hear. If the crew can't accommodate me, I'll settle for coming up to be a guest on the show this fall. Thanks for all you do. Cheers. Signed, David. I got an, I got a, I like it. I yeah. like it. And I got a, I got to answer that. Here's the problem. It's a lot of work for Barry, so he doesn't want to do it. But I got an answer to it's not a lot of work for Barry, and we get this to happen at the same time. How about, and we have a new sponsor. How about a question of the week survey, and there's one question every single week, and then we give the answer out, and it's once a week. I'm all right with that. We give the answer out the following on the following following show, or even we give the answer on the after show. No. For the following week. Yeah, so it would be 10 days. But what wouldn't really be because the after yeah, show you happens get, immediately. Right, after. you can't give it on the question out on Saturday and then have the answer when we do the after show. You'd have 20 to do minutes later. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> then we could ask the question on the after show and give the answer on the following Saturday, and then it happens in three days. They only well, have two days to answer the question. Then they got to listen to the well, after actually, show to get the question. Actually, uh, yeah, two days, Wednesday and Thursday, because I got to shut it off Friday morning. <clears throat> Because this first week there was like there was well over four hundred responses. Yeah, the first day I spent my entire nine-hour day entering the information. That explains Maduro Barry. You're not Monday. doing hundred hours a week. If you're doing hundred right. hours a week, yeah, yeah, yeah problem solved. There we go. And so it's going to cost you two hundred fifty thousand dollars to or, implement this. But I like so turn it around and we'll get a sponsor that uh, sponsors the question of the week. Mr. Manufacturer, looking looking for a, a, mm. a spot on the show. Here's the question a week brought to you by. Yeah, like maybe Steve Sacco, who likes yeah, to have a question. I'm not asking week. Steve Sacco for shit anymore. You're sick of it. I'm sick of it. I hear him out on everybody else's show. Yeah. He comes in here, nothing, gives well, us no love. He comes in with an attitude, yeah. usually. Yeah. It's part of his charm. Gives you panic because <laughs> he right. shows up at 11.58. Can we, yeah. can we vote on the things here? It's we, the last one. And I'm, it's I'm the gonna, last one. I'm going to turn that into a good thing. That's okay. a good thing. That's me. Yeah, I am fine doing the work on one question a week. There we go. All right. So, David, just uh, shoot me your address, and we're going to send you out a uh, a prize. And not to be confused <laughs> with the lighter. other David. So, this uh-huh. is David with unsolicited thoughts on your survey. 
Okay, that's good. And a uh, big thank you to all the people sharing our stuff out there. I see it every once in a while, especially on the MeWees. MeWees. And, and people the, are sharing and, the stuff. And the thing that's killer on the survey is the last question. Who would you like to see as a guest on the Cigar Authority? There's been like 360 different people. Anybody, <laughs> anything good? There's a couple of decent ones yeah. in there. We'll save it for that show. But All right. I'm, I'm finger burning right mm. now. I'm finger burning. Yeah. I'm going to put it down for a second so I can get to the next segment, which is the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar fan. brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes classic the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right, who's the champion here? I think I won again last yeah. week, didn't I? Yeah, Barry's on a roll. Yes, you are. He's losing weight and he's getting smarter. Wow. Huh? Imagine how we'll do another 100 pounds from... Oh, my God. It's going to be unstoppable. Yeah, we should just cancel it once he gets You can't another. stop me. You can only hope to contain me. <laughs> are the, are, do the people like the classic three-way? Is that being the most hated? Or it, it, the vault results were quite surprising. Yeah? We'll just leave it at that. All right. I got four questions and one answer. One tiebreaker in case we need it and it's going to barry today is april 10th barry john madden nfl coach from the oakland raiders and sports commentator for cbs and fox was born in austin minnesota today what year john madden 1929 29 he says i had uh, 1931 31 1945 45 is over 31 we'll take it it's 36 Ed Sullivan. He, he doesn't look good for his age. He's old, though, right? Oh, yeah. That's pretty old. Yeah. He's 85. What did you say? 36. 36. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you're good. Huh? Looks like that. I'm better wow. at math than I am at spelling and pronunciation. <laughs> uh, Steven Seagal, American actor, Above the Law, Hot to Kill, lots of different movies. Steven Seagal, he was born in Detroit, Michigan today. What year was Steven Seagal born? <clears throat> 1958. 58. 1949. 49. 59. 59. 59. Mr. Jonathan will take it. He said 49. It's 51. Mr. Jonathan, point for you. Ugh. One I'm a big, one. big fan of the karate guys. Yeah. Hapkido, I believe. How about is his... the karate kid? Who got the first one? Ed, Ed Gordon. So, Barry, you got nothing here. Barry, you got two your goose egg. Left. Spreading You're our the champion. Wealth. Here it goes. And it goes to Mr. Jonathan. Mr. Jonathan, Paul McCartney officially announced the split of the Beatles today. That Yoko. That Yoko did it. I know it was her. But Paul McCartney officially announced the split of the Beatles today. What year 1968. was 1968. 68. 71. 71. I also had 71. 71 was over. It was 70? It was 70. Damn it. 68. We'll take the point, Mr. Jonathan. Here he comes. I hate him. I don't blame you. Everybody does. Everybody does. <laughs> Two points for Mr. Jonathan. One for Ed Sullivan and Barry with a goose egg as a champion. Two will tie it for you, Barry. 
It goes over to you, right? Yeah. Magician Penn Gillette and Tella met for the first time today. 83. 83. Oh, it was long before that. It was uh, 1966. 66. 1972. 72 for the point and win, Mr. Jonathan. It's 74. Mr. Jonathan coming out of nowhere. I'm big into the magicians and the karate guys, so if you want me to win, <laughs> yeah. you just you pull those the out. Magicians I, I have for the tiebreaker, died today, Sam Kinison. The loudmouth comedian dies in a car crash at the age of 38 today. That's a long time ago yeah. already. I'd like say 82. Would you say? 03. 92. 92. Really? So I would get that. No, so I had 90. You had 83. Ago. 90. Yeah, it's you're 90. a loser. It's 92. 92. I would have had that. You would have had it, but you don't. Yeah, you got a goose egg given you, you got. Yeah, you got nothing. You lost 99 pounds, but you also lost <laughs> the state class <laughs> history. <laughs> more importantly. Um, <laughs> Is that more important? No, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> I'll be interested to see if people hate this because we know Jim Collison's wife likes this. Mm -hmm. So we have a woman listening to the show. That Wasn't she like horrified by something Barry said on last week's show? And uh, I'm sure. I believe so. Everybody, yeah, everybody is. Yeah. He won't do that again. He yes, probably he will. will. Yes, he will. <laughs> so we're going to, I'm getting Was a little. Was it about smoking a fag? Yeah. Why would you say it, it again? <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? It's like a Royale with cheese. We're, uh, <laughs> we're smoking this Regis Black and uh, I'm picking up some very subtle Spice from that Nicaraguan tobacco, but there's also a little bit of sweetness. I'm wondering if it, part of the filler is some uh, Jalapa Valley. When you tasted some smoke, you fucking asshole. No need of that I either. I hate that drop. Yeah. Um, the thing about when you make a short Corona and you do it good, it has to be good all the way down because yeah. you've got to imagine <clears throat> people smoke that cigar not to the band. You take right. the band off and you go further because it's so to. short. Yeah. You have to. And this is good all the way yeah. up. Yeah, I'm I have to. I don't want to say to the bitter end because it there's didn't no get bitter, bitter at nope. all. This no. is good for like we're traveling and we only got 20 minutes in yeah. between things and stuff to have a handful of these. Although we milked it, a, we milked it and we got an hour. So yeah, mine fell about three minutes short. Yeah, not bad though, not bad. And we are about three minutes short on the show, but Jonathan rushed us, so that's all <laughs> we got today. I told you it ends if it ends, but we got an after show to do, so let's uh, do that next week. Let's get small. Cigarellos and Josh Haberski. Haberski. The Premium Cigar Association's Government's Affair guy will be in town, and he agreed to come on. So let's see what's going on politically with cigars. And uh, you might not know this, but uh, you need to hear it. You know, I know a lot of people don't like to hear the politics thing. We'll just have a little segment of it. Just listen to a little of it. You had to hear the crypto bullshit thing. Now you got to hear a little of this. You got this give and take. Yeah, we're on just the cigar guaranteeing another boring segment. There it's we perfect. Go. Until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you didn't fall asleep during this week's show, you may have learned something today, and that makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.